Hi everyone, welcome back to, oh Jesus, what's it called? (laughs) (laughs) Hi everyone, welcome back to Grow Out Loud with Aideen and Claire. We're just two business owners looking for a better way in business and life. (laughs) So Aideen, we are in the the end of the first week of lockdown here in France. And I think things are starting to slow down there in Ireland as well. So we decided to jump on a call today to say, well, what is going on? What are questions that are coming up? What is a better way to kind of start to understand this thing? How are you? Yeah, um, I'm good, thank you. Uh, yeah, we're definitely in, an, in, a, in strange times and... Uh, trying to find a new normal I think really I think we're all, I think we're all kind of beginning to realize that this is not two weeks <laughs> it's not two weeks I knew it I knew it as soon as I heard like uh, we had the president um of because I'm in France um say oh yeah two weeks of quarantine and I was just like you're just saying that so people just don't freak the hell out yeah so, yeah because Italy keep Italy keeps extending it and extending it and extending it and I'm like, going, well, if, as soon as they start coming, emerging again, we can start maybe looking at the possibility of emerging weeks behind them. Yeah. Um, I heard Macron last night uh, announced that he's, I think, is there a cessation on utility fees? They're, he, they're doing a load of stuff, actually. Um, any kind of business, they're doing a load to actually support small businesses, which is quite nice. Um, if you're in the first year of business, you're a bit, screwed but um anybody who's been forced to close like restaurants and cafes and stuff they have some kind of allowances like your social charges don't need to be paid in march and they're doing uh chomage which is kind of like a dull situation and a lot of companies are opting in for like partial dole and they're trying to speed that through as much as possible I think that they're, they're being very, very supportive so that there is not this kind of massive freak out. Mm. Um, but like for, for people who have salary jobs and for people who have businesses, because I think the general consensus is let's just slow everything down. We'll support you as much as we can. You see, this is my take on it because I'm, I'm not in a, in, a, in a bad situation. So I don't, I'm not panicking. Um, but they're do- I think they're doing quite a lot to help people feel financially secure. Like, I got money out of the machine the other day. I haven't spent any of it yet. I'm not spending any money. Like, we're we're not allowed. In groceries. We're not allowed to spend cash here, basically. Nobody's taking cash. It's cards only. And I noticed one of the banks texted me yesterday to say they're waiving um, uh, contactless fees for the next while. Oh, that's nice. Mm. Um, yeah, like, to be fair, again, like, I don't know exactly what the situation is here, but. Um, they're doing like the they made a really simplified dole application form oh that's uh, good just yeah that you just free post in um they're they're offering like that to um employees and self-employed people so i think oh, that's nice like yeah. it can and i think even right now employers can get it as well like as in they can keep people on but they get a top up I'm not exactly sure um most of the banks I think now are doing like um a mortgage pause kind of on payment yeah I get that's that's so good so important which means then as well I think 
um, it's I, I don't know that it's automatically trickling down, but I think you know landlords need to pay that forward then to their tenants. Of course, yeah, um, I hope so. Yeah, yeah. Well, we we know what landlords can be like. Um, yeah. Oh God, it's so different here. Like the tenant really? is king. Yeah. Oh, how interesting. Oh, like the worker and the te- like. This is like all like trickle down from the revolution and everything. And yeah. yeah. um, well, I say that there's still very old systems in place as well and there's a lot of bourgeoisie still kind of hanging around and yeah but let's not get into that no indeed um but what we will get into um i put out a few little calls there on my social media over the last week and we got well over the last couple of days god the time ever away i was like i was saying like oh yeah that was a couple of days ago it was this morning it was this yeah. morning <laughs> I keep saying the other day and I'm like wait a minute that was early oh no that was just yesterday evening okay yeah that was 17 hours ago uh yeah time has just become this really weird elastic kind of thing hasn't it yeah this is like did you have to check in with yourself what day is it anytime this week I've, I've been constantly going is it is it what I day have, is my, it? yeah my magic watch that tells me what day it is and I'm like oh okay yeah no that makes sense it's the 20th right yeah oh yeah anyway like hmm. So um, one of the questions that have been coming so in. The questions your... that have come in over the last yeah. few days. So three kind of main topics that ca- that they all kind of fell under mm-hmm. were, um, or two topics, I suppose, really. Uh, currency, um, which is kind of just what we've been talking about. Yeah. So at this time when we're all kind of going, what is cash flow? Mm. Um, do we have cash flow, et cetera? So that was one question. And then the other question kind of centered around mental health, really. Yeah. So structure and routine, what we can do to kind of take care of our mental health at the moment. Um, so they're the kind of the two things. It's, it's money and mental health. Money and mental health. Well, that, we could talk about that at any time. Crisis. Yes. No crisis. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So what, what do you think of, well, let's start with currency. Yeah in terms of like what what is also i'd like to put a disclaimer to anybody listening that adrian and i like literally just had a conversation about let's not pretend we've got it all figured out yeah. in this very early stages we're not pretending to have it all figured out and i think anybody who it is anybody who is pretending to have it all figured out is just lying through their hat yeah. they are pretending or they're just kind of <laughs> in denial or something so we're not at all pretending um, that we understand where this is going to go, how long it's going to last, or how it's going to impact businesses, big and small. Um, but I think definitely the idea of currency is something that is kind of interesting at the moment. Because yeah. um, definitely the well, we're just talking about the support that the, our our governments are giving. Like uh, Aideen is in Ireland, I'm in France, and we are. I mean, France is a very wealthy country in general i know their their economy is going to take a massive hit worldwide it's going to take a massive hit um but tell us a little bit about what you, what you think is the, the the debate around currency right now yeah well i think there's a couple of things that are kind of happening so yes there are definitely there's definitely a lot of uh noise um, I would say there's probably a lot of empty vessels making that noise saying no this is what you this is what you do now like, oh, well, no, no, I, know, I know how to manage the situation, mm-hmm. even yeah. though it hasn't happened in our lifetime at all, ever. 
exactly so there's a lot of that happening and there's a lot of people because <clears throat> now is a time you know if and actually before i go any further let me just say i have not done anything business related like working on my business this yeah. year i have been uh kind of overwhelmed and exhausted mm -hmm. by this entire situation I've been working from home for three years. It's not like I don't know how to do it. Yeah. But yet I have, I have been in a massive struggle. And so just to make that very clear, but there's a lot of people right now who are in list building mode, you yeah. know, if they have any kind of service or online business. So they're offering free things, which is fantastic because it's kind of, you know, it's building a sense of community. It is offering hopefully like useful resources to people. But that can't go on either, you know. Oh, I don't like, know, yeah. There is this thing of like, you know, it can't, we don't operate in, a, in an economy of giving things away. You know, we have currency for a reason. And um, one of the questions that kind of came in was around like swapping services. Yeah. And I think this is something that, particularly for businesses at kind of early stages, it is something that kind of comes up where, People will be asked to swap services um, and, you know, it can be, um, especially when you don't really have any cash flow or you don't really have any assets as such, it can be um, an, a, a, a tactic that we use. Yeah. Not something that I'm wild about. I think that the issue, the reason that we have currency, the reason that we have bits of metal and bits of paper and now are bits of plastic is that swapping is not always clear cut so mm -hmm. you could approach somebody and go hey i'd love to offer you x can you give me y yeah but if that person doesn't want x then what happens you yeah. know and it can get messy um now if you do find somebody who wants to swap services then you get into okay well do you, what do what do we swap? Yeah. And I think it, as a general rule, if you are going to swap services with people, you either need to swap hours worked or monetary value. Mm -hmm. So you need to say, I'll do five hours of X if, you, if it's going to take you five hours to do Y. Yeah. Or my product, my service that I offer is worth uh, X. X amount. And you give me the X value of what you offer. Yeah. So even if you work on a package basis, or an hourly basis that you could actually find a kind of an, an equilibrium there. Yeah. But I think like you'd nearly have to look at it in terms of like a conversion rate. Yeah. You could ask six people to swap services and maybe only one of them will want to. Yeah. You know, so I, I, I think it, I think it's, I mean, when somebody comes to me and offers an exchange of services because they want my services. I'm like, uh, no, I just, I'll pretty much just say no. It, I've done it recently, um, an exchange of services and it's worked out beautifully. It's like something that I probably wouldn't have done unless that prompt was there. And it is something that I wanted to do anyway. Yeah. Um, and it worked out very, very 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 well and I absolutely loved the exchange and almost kind of it's coming to an end now and I'm a bit sad that it's coming to an end but it that worked out beautifully but I think the person I know you're listening 
<laughs> I think the person is just an exceptional person anyway. Yeah. And um, that it just worked out very, very well. We aligned very quickly. And I think what you're saying is so true that if it, if it is the case that um, there is a pers- there's like the perceived value is on one side and not the other, um, then there can be kind of resentment there. And you Absolutely. can kind of feel cornered into it. And once you've agreed to it, it's very hard to go, well, actually, do you know what? Bugger off. Um, but I think I think that's um, uh, again bringing up a book, <laughs> bringing up a book that I read um, called Radical Candor. Did we talk about this before? Never heard of it before in my Radical life, Claire. Tell us more. Candor. My name is Kim Scott. The author is Kim Scott, which I read a lot of books by men, so I was very glad to read a book by women. Mm. Um, Kim Scott is. Oh my goodness! Now, what, did she work for Facebook or Google or both, or like she one of those Silicon Valley kind of tech places? And it's it's very much about um, managerial position and managing a team. But I got a lot out of it in terms of working with people, negotiating contracts, um, even in sales situations, and just as a point of self development as well to just be more articulate about things that I agree with and don't because because you can be polite to a certain extent and I think as Irish girlies we do like to be nice and we do like yeah. to make people feel good um, and we mightn't have the strongest boundaries the well to you know the boundaries are flip-flopping all over the place at the moment mm-hmm. um, but Radical Candor is a good book for anybody in a leader, leadership position or anybody who works directly with people and sometimes has to have difficult conversations or um, has to kind of bring up something that they know is not going to be well received. So Radical Candor was really, really useful for me. It was very good also in like day-to-day conversations Mm. where you're kind of going, well, I actually disagree with you, but I'm saying it with (laughs) respect. Um, So that that was kind of good. And, and, well, that stemmed from... um, talking about an exchange of services and at one point maybe you need to have a conversation like this isn't working out let's break up or um let's actually make this about money rather than you know Mm. just hour for hour kind of exchanges yeah radical candor was a good book for me um interesting i'm just thinking like in terms of that hour for hour exchange i have a client at the moment who's shoot was due to happen next week. I feel Aww. like that might not be the case. Right. What do you reckon? Anyway, she and I, um, we did a direct hour for hour value for value swap, but we actually paid each other. Oh, nice. So we did <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, because we were both very much of the opinion that um, money is energy and yeah. You know, and like, so the, it was exactly the same amount of money, you know, plus fat that went over and back. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was the same amount of, you know, because my she we, we kind of went, well, it's going to take this many hours. And she went, OK, well, for that many hours, I probably charge more or less the same. So let's, mm-hmm. you know, let's leave it at that. Oh, that's fun. But <laughs> yeah, but, you know, both of us were like, and I, I was kind of saying to her, well, I'd still like to pay you. And she said, yeah, I'd still like to pay you too. And it's just, you know, again, it's just that like kind of formalizing the contract and making it real business yeah. and all that kind of stuff, which I think is really nice. But then to, to kind of, um, so interestingly, so we've both said we disagree with swapping services, but, but yes, <laughs> we've both done it to great success. But 
in fairness, I've done it twice to great success. And like, even in terms of, I think something that can kind of come up as well is like being approached to collaborate. It's kind of along the same lines where you have people go, oh, I want to work on this. And, you know, like, would you, I'd love to have you on board. And I don't know if this has happened to you. It's happened to me before. And there are projects and I go, oh, this sounds great. But in reality, it's, we're not aligned or we're not, you were not at the same point where we have the same amount of time or whatever, you know. Mm. So it's just one of those things where it's good to ask and it's nice yeah. to be asked. But it's all right to say no as well if it's if it's not in the best interests of one or both of you, let's say. Yeah. I I think that's um I think that's a good point as well, if it's not in both of your interests. So it there's often like as a graphic designer who was like I, I always had like free freelance stuff going on at the side, it's that famous thing of like, oh, you can do it'll be good for your portfolio <laughs> yeah but it's, sometimes you do need to build your portfolio and I actually don't disagree if you need to build your portfolio and if you need to make contacts with people who are further along or have a good network I think at that stage collaboration and doing kind of maybe cheaper work or free work not to kind of corner myself into like do free work to build your network um, it's it's still okay to say no if you feel like it if it won't be an advantage to you. Absolutely, um, I I mean, I've, I've done that as well. You know. I've definitely done free work for people because it has actually paid off big time in the long run. Um, but I think it, it's like when I was younger and less experienced and hadn't read Radical Candor yet. I was like, oh, geez, I'm gonna have to do this now. Like I was all kind of grumbly and resentful of it. Um, and like sometimes you, you get a feeling like you just kind of feel obliged to it because of a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend um, and then it doesn't actually go anywhere but you, it is what you make of it as well I mean I always like would grumble about the amount of work that I wasn't getting paid for um, but then would use it to say well if you're not paying me I'm going to take complete creative liberty here <laughs> exactly exactly yeah. and you know like once once you know why you're doing something as well, mm. you know. Um, so I think I think that's something to bear in mind at any time, really, but especially now. And I think the thing we need to remember as well is like, we can't just put, like the world is on pause to an extent, well, depending mm. on what country you're, you're actually living in. Um, but, you know, there is an, ex- uh, there is an element of, of the world being on pause but the economies still need to keep going. It, yeah, this is this is actually something I was going to say. Yeah, we still need to have money moving around. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I mean, the chances are we will probably go into recession after this. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, but at the same time, like even from my own experience, like I worked in architecture during the recession, <laughs> or just around when the recession hit. But in 2011, so 2010, 2011, I worked in the architecture practice that I'd been working in kind of pre-recession. And then I went into to teaching English in TEFL. So, you know, ESL or TEFL or whatever you want to call it, was really one of the industries that grew hugely oh, yeah. during the recession in Ireland. And this is something that is happening now where everybody's kind of going into training mode oh, because yeah. they're looking and going, well, I, don't, I don't have any work. And I don't have these skills and I don't know how to do that. 
and uh, I've been meaning to do that for ages. Well, okay, I don't have any work, but I can do those things. Yeah. So, you know, and it gives people a sense of control and all of those things. So um, there's definitely room for, for those kind of things. And like the, even in recession and all of those yeah. times, like there will be room for training and learning and, and then there's a lot of courses grow. being advertised right now as well. Like, oh, I don't yeah. know. I, I, I'm not spending much time on social media, but the courses that are being advertised, it's like, okay, guys, we get it. Yeah. <laughs> we know. But um, yeah. Yeah. And courses yeah, on how to design courses. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So that's definitely, um, definitely one thing, like in terms of like finance currency. But also, I think another element of um, currency building right now, goodwill as currency. Um, I'm nodding. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I realise I can't be recorded audibly. I'm yeah. nodding. Thank you. Yes, she's nodding um, enthusiastically. I think um, there are a lot of people who are still selling, um, and but they're offering maybe different price points than they normally would. So like even like, so there's a lot of yoga studios and classes that are just going online. They're just doing Instagram lives or Mm. whatever. But then I noticed today uh, a gorgeous local yoga teacher here. She's doing her normal classes that she would usually do. Um, I think the prices are maybe a little bit reduced, obviously, because she doesn't have the studio hire, like she's doing them on Zoom. But she is offering a three-tiered ticket price so there's like um salaried or waged you know because a lot of people they're right yeah you know their income is not necessarily being um affected by this right now anyway um so the second tier then was unwaged but you know paying something and then the third tier was i'm broke and i've got no money and so Mm. can i have it for free and so she's offering those options to people which i think is really nice so it's not like not a sliding scale as such it wasn't like pay what you can but it was like yeah. there are three options and you choose like no judgment yeah, if you, you choose can. what works yeah. for you yeah which i think is a really nice way of doing it um and i think we're seeing a lot of like and even like in the, the real world still like the supermarkets you know i mean like what we've got four or five like big supermarket chains in ireland one of them like a couple of them are kind of offering like, oh, the elderly and their, um, their, their carers can come in until like nine o'clock in the morning. Um, and, you know, like exclusively. And oh, everyone's right. going, um, sorry, my 75 year old dad is not going to be up and dressed and have his shopping done by nine o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so there it's, it's almost like it's lip service, but they don't really mean it. If you know what I mean, or they're not, you know, they're getting like, I'm seeing it on social media. Like they're getting huge, feedback and they're kind of going oh we're taking your feedback into account thank you but not really nothing has changed you know I'm still hearing the advertisements whereas then other supermarkets are they're going that little bit extra to show that they really care um while obviously still making money like I'm I'm probably doing quite well when people are stockpiling etc etc so I think the currency of goodwill is something to really think about and um uh, a woman in my network shared a really great um, two questions, I suppose. I just saw it before we came on, and um, Nicola is her name, Nicola Conley Byrne, and she's like a, a mindset coach. 
Mm-hmm. And two questions that she asked were, what do I want to be known for when all this is over? And how can I be a lighthouse? And I think that was really, like, that's lovely food for thought. I don't know what the answers to those questions are, <laughs> even for me right now. But, you know, like, that's the thing, like, we all do still want to, to have an income. But then our expenditure is being greatly reduced right now. Yeah. So it's not, yes, there's this, there is this kind of tendency to panic. And as my own coach says, like team panic is recruiting big time, but you don't have to join. Oh, right. It's, it's funny. I, I have a couple of life coach clients at the minute and I've met a few of them over the week to do some work. Um, and we, I've started all, every session. Okay. So for anybody who doesn't know, I help people to make their websites. I do it one-on-one with them so that they're guiding all of the decisions. Um, and I've started every session this week with, so this, when we started our project, the world was slightly different. Or do you still stand behind the thing, the, the messaging that we put together? Most of them are saying yes, that they, that they do because we have like a specific process that finds what is true, what is true and what they want to say. Um, and in terms of the, the strategies that we're putting out there, a lot of them are, kind of pulling back from being visible in this moment in terms of like offering services or even offering free calls because that does feel like sales as well. So a lot of them are kind of um, like I I have three people, um, three kind of coaching websites that are going on at the minute. Um, I I hope they don't mind me saying that. I'm not going to identify them by name or anything. Um, But each of them said like, yes, I'm still sure that this is the message that I want to put out there. So that's almost like a qualifier of the thing that I stand for. It's unchanged because the, even though the world has changed, so I think that's nice that we kind of did um, a nice job there in terms of like defining finding, their values, finding something very truthful that they can stand behind no matter what happens externally. Um, and then strategically, when we're looking at like, how are you showing up? A lot of people are saying like, I want to show up and share what's happening for me personally, or I want to show up and share a book or a resource or something that was life-changing for me at a stressful time. So, and I love, like, I mean, I love the people that I work with. They're just the best people. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They're just, and I always get so much from those sessions um, in what it means to stand behind the message that you put out to the world what it means to look at the people that you wish to serve and go this now is not a moment to sell to them now is the moment to say we're all humans in this together yeah. this is a moment where we all look after each other um i agree that it's still important to have cash flow and money going around but i also think that this is something that nobody thought was going to happen this summer this is something that has never happened in our lifetime and has never happened before in this way because the world is different now than it was 50 years ago. So we don't know. Nobody knows. Nobody knows anything. And I, I, I get annoyed by people who are pretending that they have it all figured out. And now I kind of even forget the start of, this, the start of my point here. Um, Ooh, yeah, what, what, what do you want to what do you want to stand for and what do you want do you panic and do you want to be the lighthouse and stuff? I think it's a moment where like the world is slowing down and I think it might have been an okay moment for the world to slow down. Everything was going very, very, very fast. Um, 
and we were even just saying like that the days are so much longer now because we are doing less but maybe we're doing less better yeah and maybe that's a maybe that's something that is not necessarily something that we need the world to know about us but for ourselves to go you know all of those things that I was doing maybe I didn't need to be doing all of those things and choosing stress and choosing I don't know chaos rather than choosing like uh it'll be different but it might be okay yeah like that kind of positive thing well there you go there's my little rant yeah, no, I'll step down from my soapbox now, Aideen. <laughs> thank you, thank you for, for taking <laughs> Sorry. it. Thank you for taking to it. The next thing, I, I think that kind of wraps up like talking <laughs> currency in terms of in terms of like finance and swaps, mm. and in terms of goodwill, and you know, you're protecting your own reputation, whether that is stepping up to offer something that your uh, clients and your audience really need or whether that's just actually shutting the fuck up right now because the world is really loud, you know? Um, So then the other thing that kind of came up was around the mental health. So I had a couple of people asking about like structure and routine right now or how to kind of mind your head, you know? Um, I will say that I, for one, structure, routine, gone this week. Now, we had Paddy's day on Tuesday and I kind of booked Monday and Tuesday off anyway. So I know likelihood this week probably would be a bit kind of messy for me. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I've just been like, I don't know. Um, my, my coach, Kristen, has been doing um, breathwork sessions on Instagram every nice. afternoon. So I have joined those. So that's been something you know, and um, like there's a couple of people who are doing things at kind of regular times each day. So I'm finding, I mean, again, there's a lot of them. So it's about finding the ones that kind of work. Um, and I'm kind of arranging my days around them a little oh, bit. That's quite nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, I would like we've talked about this before, like when I said, I don't have an ideal week. I don't have a structured kind of week. You know, we have some so kind of shape to it though no no I do but like I could have a week where I could have three shoots and then the next week yeah. I may not have any you know whereas now I'm like okay every day is the same as yesterday <laughs> you know so it is very different but kind of finding those little kind of touch points throughout the day yeah has been really helpful for me um I joined a meditation thing yesterday I think it's going to be tough because I'm not like breath work or like an active meditative thing suits me better so I'm going to give myself a couple of days at that and then see how I go. It'll be yeah. a bit of a test, well, meditation an experiment. Start, it's hard to start a meditation practice. Yeah. It is hard to start. And it is doing, like deliberately doing nothing. And you're a buzzy, busy person. Yeah. It's hard to just go, okay, I'm going to breathe now. <laughs> yeah. Whereas like with the, the breath work, it's kind of an active thing. Yeah. You know, even though you're lying on your back and you're just breathing. But you know so that's been nice um in terms of mental like just kind of minding my head we we both just said we got on like it's an absolutely gorgeous day in the south of france it's a gorgeous day in dublin it's beautiful so i am very grateful that we are not in november december oh, for right now. sure oh god yeah could you imagine like going into the winter of this do, do you know what because we can bring we have like there's a small outdoor space well it's not too it's big enough um an outdoor space and the kids can go out and play now 
And if we were all day, every day, 24-7, it's not nice enough to go outside and spend a couple of hours outside, I would lose the SH1T completely. Yeah. Yeah. So it's nice that it's nice that we have that kind of that fresh air. As soon as we finish up here, I'm going for a socially distanced walk date with a friend. (laughs) She's gonna walk on the other side of the road. (laughs) Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna stay two meters away from each other. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And that's the thing, like even on Saturday, um, like all I wanted to do was go to the beach. And when I got there, all I wanted to do was get into the water and swim. But I didn't. But like even just be, you know, it's like, that's what I want. And, you know, sometimes it can be, I just want to go to the forest. And sometimes like, I just want to go to the sea. And like doing those things, because you know what? Like right now, like people, like there's obviously like childcare is causing so much stress for people and homeschooling is causing so much stress for people. I think we need to be easy on, go easy on ourselves. Um, you know, like I said, like I'm kind of this week on, I'm not feeling productive. Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't have uh, a free uh, list builder and online course. I don't, I don't have that right now. And I may not, like I just. I think you're allowed not to have it. Yes. Full permission to not have that. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm, I've kind of given my, like yesterday, I kind of went, no, do you know what? I give myself permission to not be productive. It's like the first week as well. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There, are, there will be many weeks. We're, we're definitely struggling with the balance of um, not just entertaining the children, but like this, you know, everybody's like, oh, we're homeschooling now. Ha 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 ha. But actually, homeschooling is hard because mm-hmm. kids don't um, treat their parents in the same way that they treat their teacher because they listen to their teacher because the teacher is in a, in a certain position and a certain role. But when you have, a, I mean, my boy is nearly seven, he's used to like having a laugh with me or doing crafty things or messing or whatever. And his little sister is three and a half and you cannot set them up with the same activity. Yeah. He has a ton of work as well to do. Like the teacher, she's been fantastic sending over resources and, and stuff. And like she sent over an email saying like, so this is an extra um, afternoon activity after you've got the maths and the reading and the writing done. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> yeah. we might get one of those things done. But again, it's the first week and we can't have it all figured out. No. Again, we can't do like a normal school day because I'm working part-time. My husband's working part-time. We're exchanging hours of like, when do you get the office and when do you get the kids? Yeah. So I think like in terms of structure and routine, we have little alarm clock children who wake up at the same time pretty much every morning. So we don't have a chance of lying in, even if we yeah. want to. We don't have an option of, I might be productive today, I might not. You grab every minute you can at your desk or at your computer or on a call because, you know, when as soon as you get off it, you've got something else to do. So I think structure and routine, I'm not allowed to wallow or dwell or I'm definitely everything has slowed down. I mean, I'm not at sitting down as much like at my desk. I have a little Fitbit thing and I'm getting more than 10,000 steps a day. <laughs> like usually I'd be about five but I'm sitting at my desk. But um, I think it's it's just like I'm definitely being more productive because I have zero choice. 
Mm. I mean, I have to get this, like I've, I've got projects that need to be completed and I don't know how many of them I'll have in the next couple of months. So I'm trying to do the best job I can. Yeah. Yeah. And you're, yeah, you're kind of, you're working with the, the, the lesser time that you have now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think, you know, like, I mean, parts of this were kind of repeating what we talked about on Monday because mm, yeah. not a whole lot has changed, I suppose, really. But, you know, like we have the beauty of like Zoom and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. maybe like creating some kind of touch points in the day, like my husband, um, he's been working from home. Oh, that's right, um, yeah. this week well, he's been kind of going into the lab just a little bit but he has been working from home mostly um and he's got like a kind of a check-in meeting with his team at like half nine every morning so yeah. like that I mean we have to be up and, and ready to go I get up at the same time as him anyway um the temptation is very very strong to just be like I'm just gonna stay in bed but you know I mean that that's it's kind of important to to stay away from that temptation because yeah. you just it's not good for your physical or mental health, really. I, um, I went out for a run this morning. Like, here, I mean, you can still go down to the beach. You're not supposed, we're not supposed to leave our, our house at all here. Luckily, we've got, like, a, the outdoor space and everything. But um, you, we have a thing that you're supposed to print out and sign to say, I'm going to get my groceries, I'm going to the pharmacy, or I'm going, I noticed, like, option four was, like, I'm going to do some exercise. And I'm like, <laughs> I didn't notice this was here. Go, go, go. So um, I got out and I ran for, I was only like three kilometers just to kind of do a lap of the neighborhood because you're not supposed to leave your neighborhood. Okay, yeah. um, so I went out and it was like, I hadn't left my building since Saturday. So it's Thursday. Is it? Jesus. No, it's Friday. No, it's Friday. Yeah. Friday. So my computer says. <laughs> um, and I, it just felt like a Sunday morning when I went out. Mm-hmm. There was a few people pottering around. No kids on the street. Um, everything was closed except for green grocers and supermarkets. Um, but the police were there checking pieces of paper to see where are you going? What are you doing? Where are you going? Where are you at? But like that was kind of weird. There was a woman with her three kids. I think she was just bringing them outside, and she'd been stopped by the by the police. And I'm like, oh man, that's like wow. She must be in a small apartment with her kids. That yeah. must be crazy. Yeah, but that, that is very different for, for us. Like, I mean, we can't, we're not supposed to like just go for a walk. We're not supposed to go for a walk. And I'm seeing, this is like another reason I'm not on Instagram. I see people going, getting into nature. <laughs> I want to go to nature. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. And then obviously, like I have never in my long-legged life lived in an apartment. <laughs> oh. Ever. Only ever lived in houses. You've always had a front door. Always had a front door, always had like, you know, big, big, well, not like big, big rooms, but you know, like that kind of space. I think the idea of like, and I know uh, like it's not, not every apartment is tiny as such, but like when you're confined like that, I mean, like, you know, your town is mostly apartments really, isn't it? Yeah. And like that's, yeah, that's pretty ferocious. We're being asked to really like do the whole two meters thing um so uh we are like everybody is is kind of out and about but they're doing that uh look at i don't have any like we said at the start we don't have any answers but you know it's always good time we chat yeah and i think you know i mean if you are listening going i don't know what to do 
like you said, Claire, this is the first week and we're all just figuring this out, whether it's homeschooling or a routine or what you're mm. going to do for work or, or not work, not working, not doing that. Um, we're all, like, we are all in this together and, yeah. and some people are just figuring it out. Yeah. Yeah. They're going face it like they've no choice they've... the frontline staff like the all the supermarkets the medical, medical staff yeah. um like postal services all those kind of things that aren't stopping yeah. thankfully you know because that's what's keeping us i saw the postman this morning and i was like ah there you go yeah <laughs> the world is not coming to an end the postman's yeah. here yeah exactly um so yeah you know i mean look at we're we'll just we'll have to just figure it out and and I suppose the thing is don't put any pressure on yourself to be a certain thing like ha- keep your expectations of yourself fluid yeah not not yeah. necessarily like low expectations but <laughs> fluid expectations you know if it doesn't like test and change try it if it doesn't work try something else tomorrow you're preaching to the choir Testing change is like my my motto. A friend of mine sent me a, a text the other day when um, they announced school closures and restaurant closures and stuff. He said, like, it's like reeling in the years stuff. You know, it's like, That's it'll strong. be, remember that time. <laughs> so I, I'd like to kind of look at it like that, like in a few years' time, we go, God, remember, we were all, we all had to stay at home. So I'm hoping <laughs> kind of, we're going to have fond memories of it. Stories to tell. Yeah, yeah. like watching um, Instagram stories of St. Patrick's Day on oh. like people doing parades in their houses I saw and, little, they were yeah, very cute. and the Lego parades and then like a good few people I know they, they lived in house estate, housing estates they did like parades around the housing estate and cars and stuff Aww. you know like so yeah like the world is still turning and people are people are showing a lot of their good nature as well I think. yeah exactly making the best of it um you have permission to to make this yours i yeah. suppose you know and, and i suppose actually that's just me talking to myself more than anything yeah i'm hearing it though and I'm, I'm taking it all on yeah and um, adrian let's let's wrap up there because i need to go and uh yeah do some work before the kids come storming in the door i can Excellent. hear i can hear my daughter screaming now and i go Wah! So I don't know how much longer the, I don't know how much longer playtime will hold. Um, Adrian, tell us a little bit of where we can find you online. Yeah. So um, social media, mm, uh, Instagram. I'm on Instagram at Firechild Photography, and my website is firechildphotography.com. Claire, what about you? Where can we find you? Um, I'm not really on social media much mm-hmm. at the moment, but if you do want to find me somewhere, it'll be on Instagram at clairecreative underscore com or on my website um, if you're working on your own website at this time I have a few resources there like a template for home pages and stuff like that clairecreative.com and thanks a million everybody for listening and um, if you've enjoyed this do tell a friend uh, rate review and subscribe even though I never do that on podcasts but um, please do tell somebody who you think might enjoy it or benefit from it um, yeah. Oh, and there, there's the front door going. Quick, Eddie. Excellent. Quick. All right. See you soon, Claire. Take, Take care. care. Bye.